Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code the Zone 125 You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com. Trying to figure out different variations of the song that talks about people being back or I'm back or, you know, back to where you once belong. Does this one work? Or the Beatles? A get back! Why am I playing songs about, you know, being back? It would be for one reason and one reason only. Our guy, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Rowdy Razor, who apparently doesn't have a razor anymore. Nelly is back. Get back to where you once belonged, Nelly. You were gone for five weeks. You're back in the air chair in studio with me. Back to where you once belonged. Right here, Rowdy. How's it feel? Feels good. Get back, Rowdy. Yeah, it feels good. I think the beard's going to be here to stay for a while. That's a good-looking I mean, beard it's on getting you. getting cold, though. You look a lot older with that beard, by the way. You know that? You look a lot older with that beard. You've aged quite a bit in the last month. What are you, 27? Yeah. Get back. Rowdy's back. Rowdy's back in the air chair. Rowdy's back. All right, now. There you go. That's for Rowdy. I'm trying to think of songs about being back. We're at uh, five now uh, with the Beatles. Get back. All right, Nelly. Wisconsin Badger Volleyball Champions. We'll talk with Bonnie Olson, the voice of Wisconsin Volleyball, when you're at the Fieldhouse Point, Wisconsin. That's Bonnie. She was down in Columbus, Ohio. What an exciting time for you know, Wisconsin Volleyball. Fourth time is the charm. They are champions. But first, the Green Bay Packers and the Baltimore Ravens. So the line opened at 6.5. They thought Lamar Jackson wasn't going to be playing. Then Lamar Jackson was day-to-day in practice. Line went down to 4.5. And, yep. and then it turned, I think it settled at 5.5 when Tyler Huntley was initially, or maybe it went even I more. I saw before game it was 9.5. Jesus. All right, so it went to 9.5. My God. Rowdy, so Lamar Jackson is worth 5 points compared to what uh, Tyler Huntley's worth. Yeah. The remember, Packers. When, remember when Aaron Rodgers used to be worth 10 points? <laughs> yes. Wow. The Packers won by 1 point. Now, is this a outlier of a game? Like, hey, they went on the road. They're in Baltimore. Baltimore does have a good team, you know, even with Tyler Huntley, who played pretty damn well. They had to go on the road with all the injury, all the offensive linemen out, you know, other players out as well, and they found a way to win. They hung on 31-30, to or is this like, yo, we have a problem moving forward? What is it for you? To me, it's an outlier. Uh, For me, just watching the game yesterday, seeing how the Packers' season is going, it's kind of just like a survive and advance. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just another win. Obviously, the Baltimore Ravens are a solid team. I mean, they were a team 8-5 and five coming in, had lost a few games recently. Lamar Jackson being hurt obviously didn't help their cause. But overall, that's still a good team that's well coached. It, it definitely is. And in the NFL, you got to bring it every single week. They got the win by one. Yes, I mean, they were up by 17 at one point. And then Tyler Huntley, I mean, back-to-back tutties at the end of that game there, and then they went for two, and you're like, oh, my God, they're going to win. They could potentially go but up I in this game. But I think the biggest thing is they leave that game relatively healthy. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers has another huge game. Monster. And 
they have Jair Alexander, they have David Bakhtiari, and they also have Zadarius Smith, who are all practicing the last couple of weeks. I don't know if Zadarius Smith is going to be back. We're talking to Rob Reichel and stuff about it, and you know our guy Mike Clemens, and you know they're uncertain about J- they, Zadarius, but Jair and Bakhtiari, yes. Yeah, they all have three weeks until they have to be activated once they start practicing, correct? Mm-hmm. So they all could miss one more game, correct? Yeah. And you would think that he'd come back to get you know, knock the so, rust off a little bit. Yeah. I would I would I would think that all of them missed next game against Cleveland as well. And then the next game after that is when you have to make the decision, correct? Yes. That next week. Yes. I mean, getting any of them back is a huge bump. Gigantic bump. Especially Bakhtiari on the offensive line now that Elkin Jenkins goes down with an ACL not too long ago. And Jair Alexander, because now you can go Jair Alexander. Eric Stokes, who played pretty well last night. Rasul Douglas, who's, who's played really well since they picked him up Dude, off Arizona's insane. practice squad. You still have Kevin King. You still have uh, Chandon Sullivan. Dude, and then you look at, speaking of, of guys who've just been BCL, who's been a constant, Devondre Campbell has been just a monster for the Green Bay Packers. He was all over the place yesterday. That yeah, guy. I mean, he led the team in tackles yet again with double digits with ten. He is insane. Devondre Campbell is a monster. Also had a sack, and that was just yeah, and that was a street free agent. Nobody wanted that guy. Let's also say that they're going to be getting Kenny Clark back next week. Yeah, uh, Kenny Clark, a huge blow. Um, yeah, do you think of Link. Clark? Do you think of Clark is there in the middle without the COVID? Do you think he's there in the middle? That Huntley and company aren't you know making it a game like they did. Oh, I mean, obviously, if Kenny Clark's in the middle there's going to be a difference and it's going to be a much harder to run the football. Mm-hmm. Now it's not like TJ Slayton played bad. I mean, he's the rookie fourth round pick yeah. out of yeah. Florida. I mean, he still played decently well, but he's not an all pro in uh, Kenny Clark. Yeah, totally. I mean, Kenny Clark's a monster. So at the end of the game, Aaron Rodgers, uh, after the Baltimore Ravens failed their two point conversion, which was a head scratcher to me. I don't know why you just wouldn't tie it and try to you take it into overtime. Rodgers and the offense would have had what, like 40 some seconds left. Unless the special teams totally effed it up. Dude, and the special teams, again, rearing its ugly head in that game. Not as bad as the Bears game previous, but my God. But Aaron Rodgers, uh, Kurt Benkert, Rowdy, got to kneel the ball last game against the Bears. That was Rodgers' idea. First time being active on a you know, 53-man roster. Well, Rodgers said, you know what, I'm going to kneel the ball this time to make sure everything's good in this 31-30 to victory. But in the huddle before the victory formation, Aaron Rodgers was talking to his team, and he discussed what he said to uh, – to the boys before he kneeled that ball. Take a listen. Pretty good stuff right here. Basically, you know, I was proud of him. I was proud of the way that we uh, we played on offense. You know, we talked at halftime the last two weeks about how important that first drive of the second half was going to be. And to put together a seven-minute drive like that and go down and score was was huge. We responded. They went up 7 nothing. We came back and tied it. They went up 14-7 and came back and tied it. I feel like we responded really well on offense at, at various times. Uh, Tonight, so just really proud of them. Um, I think in moments like this, it's important to, uh, as much as you win with class, you have to savor these a little bit. You know, these are these are special. It's just the first step in our goals. But um, a lot of times, a coach speak, and I'm not saying Matt did this, but a lot of times there might be coach speak that takes over and says, "Hey, you know, this is okay. This is just one goal, and we have bigger goals and stuff." But I think it's important to keep that perspective on how special. Uh, accomplishing this is three years in a row. And so just to enjoy it, to savor it, savor these moments. These are, these are special moments. So, Rowdy, definitely a special moment. They clinched the NFC North, the first team to win a division, and now they're 
we never doubt they'd be in the playoffs, but in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. and then at the beginning of the segment, you asked me what my thoughts were about this game, and I said kind of just win, survive, yeah. and advance. And that's exactly what the Packers did. Got by a good, well-coached Baltimore Ravens team. And then on top of that, you look around the league, the Arizona Cardinals, they weren't able to survive and advance the Detroit Lions. That's a one-win Lions team going into that game. Hey, don't forget about the tie. And then later that night, Sunday night football, you have the uh, New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers weren't able to survive and advance a Taysom (laughs) Hill-led New Orleans Saints team. And not only did they lose, they didn't score any points. And out of all the teams that Tom Brady has played in his 20-plus year career, the New Orleans Saints the last two years have been the thorn in his side. Yeah, the Saints own him, and apparently even Taysom Hill. And, by the way, they got it done, and uh, Sean Payton wasn't on the sideline. Yeah, Sean Payton, COVID-19. Is this like Sean Payton's third time having the Rona? I know it's two for sure. I think second. Because he's the one of the guys that initially got it um, last year, if I remember correctly. And then the NFL, well, every sports league right now, NBA, NFL, NHL, got some some Rona problems. Uh, we got to talk about something funny for news of the weird uh, coming up uh, for the NBA. But yeah, looking right here at this Packers game, Rowdy, with what had happened yesterday, you know, the Saints beating the Buccaneers, the Cardinals losing to the freaking Lions. Packers find a way to win on the road. And then obviously the Cowboys beat the awful yeah. New York Giants. That yeah. offense is so bad. Well, Glennon, is, Glennon was in for quarterback. He's terrible. But you look I at, think Glennon's better than Daniel Jones, though. Oh, Daniel Jones is bad, but he's got the bad neck. They even brought in Jake Fromm. Yeah. Jake Fromm looked Fromm the had best a tutty, out of everyone. Or almost had a touchdown at the end there. He looked the best out of all three, and he's the guy that they scooped up off of Buffalo's practice yeah. squad like a week or so ago. Was that Fromm's first action in the NFL? Play? Yeah. yeah. He, um, but, but just in general... Now the you know that the Packers have a two game lead on Arizona yep. because they have the head to head. Yep, they have the uh, conference tiebreaker with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so they are essentially two games ahead of them with three games left. And then it's the Cowboys who won again, who are ten and four, and obviously they have a one game lead on the Cowboys. But the Cowboys have to go and play Arizona. Yep, in a couple weeks, I think it is. The question is: Is the Green Bay Packers the best team in the NFL? I think right now, if you look at it, record-wise, says yes. And I think uh, ITES also says yes, especially with all the guys they have missing. Not just the NFC, Rowdy, but the whole NFL. Are the Packers the best team in the NFL? Yes. Yeah. And you, the guys they have missing, they're going to be getting, at a minimum, most likely two All-Pros back. Yeah. The Green Bay Packers... Uh, actually, take that back. Three All-Pros back. Kenny Clark was on the COVID list last game. The Packers, who are decimated with injury and a, a tiny bit of touch of COVID are the best team in the NFL, 11-3, and three, and they have, what, four of their five offensive starting offensive linemen are out? Yeah, I think they're the only team in the NFL that can say they're 11-3, and three, and they're the only team that could say they're potentially getting, in the next two weeks, four all-pros back. Crazy. Uh, the phone line's blowing up. I'm curious. Uh, let's do them in order. Uh, welcome to the show. Who's this? Oh, hi, hi, hi. Hey, hey Nathan, is that you? Yeah. Hey, buddy boy. Nice to see we could get Rowdy out of bed. Yeah, we. He, you should see his beard; it's very healthy. It's nice. Oh. Looks like a lumberjack. I mean, oh, I said the, the new Unabomber, but he said let's go with the lumberjack approach. It was like he hit puberty over the last month. If Rowdy Rowdy's, it's like a very thick and huge beard. If I could just hit puberty myself, I would love to grow a beard like that, but I can't. Well, not all of us can. Yeah, I know it sucks. Yeah, you know. So watching the game yesterday, there's a couple of things that just kind of kept popping out at me. 
and you don't realize how horrible our quarterback play was throughout the 70s and 80s until you look at the difference between touchdowns from Bart Starr to Brett Aaron. <laughs> and realize nobody passed Bart between the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And I just kind of was like, oh, my God. And then you're talking about the game plan and coming out and trying to run the ball. And they had made a comment the other day about – Jonathan Taylor has, what, 17 touchdowns? Yeah, he's got more touchdowns than, like... And the Packers don't even have double digits as a team. Jonathan Taylor has more, 17 touchdowns, more touchdowns than, I think, every rushing touchdowns over every team in the NFL besides his own, obviously. That's just impressive. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Yeah, well, it's not like we didn't know that. Well, I was happy. I shouldn't say we didn't know that. I mean, we had a lot of running backs come out of Wisconsin that kind of meh or... We're pretty good. Mm. Melvin Gordon's having a pretty good year this year, too. I mean, I was always impressed with James White. I kind of think that he was utilized very well in New England. He should have won a Super Bowl MVP, but, of course, Tom Brady got it. Yeah, well, Tom Brady's owned by Taysom Hill, so (laughs) what do you got there? I I mean, maybe, uh, I don't know. I got nothing. That's fine. I I really don't. Well, we'll leave it on a high note. Taysom Hill owns Tom Brady. You're the man, Nathan. I mean, and, uh. As far as Rowdy goes, if you can look up Eric Bischoff's WWE theme, I think that'll work real well. Oh, okay. You got it, brother. So, See you, homie. I, mean, I had a few more things to say, and I kind of forgot them while I was Well, we got all week, you know, besides Friday. Yeah. You the man, Nathan? So. All right. See you, buddy. <laughs> see you. See you. Uh, let's see. In order. Welcome to the show. Who's this? Uh, this is Pete. Hey, from- Pete. Pete from Monona and I, and and I just want to say that I can breathe and live again because my man Nelson is back. Yeah, I know, I dude. Was, Pete was like, dude, Pete. I got, I was laughing so hard and I loved it. He was coming after Ben, so and Ben got so hot and bothered. Pete, he was dominating Ben. It was hilarious. I loved it. Pete. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, he took it personally, and and talk show hosts shouldn't do that. Exactly. You know, but but he's a young kid. But anyway, but I mean, you know, he. He he got so defensive that he was treating me like uh like I was a uh, you know uh, a Dave from Monona troll. Oh, you should have seen this, to... Pete. You should seen how red Ben's face got when he was arguing about Paul Chris and the Badgers. It was so funny. Yeah, well, if he wants to, I mean, I I don't know. I I. W- w- this is a you know a smaller town and and our talk show hosts tend to be homers but you know yeah. I don't know if that does the audience you know uh, really well uh, well serves the audience but I mean you know he, he he'll uh, ho- hopefully he'll he'll mature but so how about Nelson this? is ben, back yeah Nelson's back we love it Ben was ca- Ben would carry you know Paul Chris water would probably probably sniffing his jock right now where Rowdy was like I would have fired him at halftime or uh, after the game against the Minnesota oh, Golden you Gophers. don't know how pissed I was watching that Minnesota soda game <laughs> well I, I i mean obviously ben believes in in the hall of the pretty good you know and that's where you could put <laughs> that's Paul why Chris. him and grant bills are such good friends yeah but you know that that's okay anyway i, I yeah, oh, still and 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 the, and the thing about rowdy is is if i say stuff that he doesn't like then he just gets quiet and kind of i i could see him there tapping his toe saying when is the gas bag going to be off the air so i prefer that, that rather than shouting over because it's radio once again you can't you know you can't hear anything when you're shouting no, you gotta stuff. take your turns talking you know Oh, well, the, the, the substantive thing I wanted to say was that, uh, you know, all you guys are looking for, 
uh, uh, clues each week about will will the Packers win the championship because did they do this this week? Well, actually, it depends on it's a week to week thing and a matchup, and it also depends on how many of your guys are healthy. Yeah. I mean, you you could they could they they probably are the best team now, but that doesn't make any difference when you get to the you know the 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 uh, the the tournament there yeah, because sure. they they might have guys sick, they might have guys out, they just might meet uh, meet a hot team. So you know it yep. it just depends on where you are then. Yep. That's what counts. We're gonna overreact right now though, Pete. Though we're on cloud nine. Yeah. Well, I'm glad well, that you're glad care. that Rowdy's back and that we got Ben back yeah, in this cage. Yeah, I really am. I'm happy. All right, Pete, you're you the know, man. The, the world can can spin again for me. <laughs> Pete, we love you, man. Have a good have a good day. There he is. Look at that, Pete from Minota. Uh, let's see here. One more phone call. Welcome to the show. Who's this? My name's Doug. Hey, Dougie. Man, you are you are hot and bothered uh, with the King on Twitch chat. I love it. Yeah. Well, Wait, hang on a second, Doug. I just got to put this person on hold. Yeah, sorry, Dougie. You're hot and bothered, baby. Well, yeah, I was. I'd, I wanted to make a little comment about that. Please, but yeah, please. I want to welcome back, welcome back, uh, Rowdy. Welcome back, buddy. Appreciate it. It's been a while. For... See, dude, Dougie, you yeah. should see his beard. It's beautiful. Yeah, I saw that. Looks like, oh, yeah, you're on Twitch channel. Like you can Beatles. see it. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to comment about uh, um, the Badger volleyball game. Yeah, please, dude. What, like, a, what was, a win. Yeah, that last set, you could like totally tell when they kept on showing the, the uh, Nebraska players. Doug? Oh, hello, Dougie. You oh. cut out there for a second, Dougie. Dougie, Dougie, you there, Dougie? Yeah. Up my scene here. What'd you say? Hello. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, um, no, yeah, you could totally tell uh, Nebraska, like when that last set that they lost to energy. I knew we had that. I knew we were up like what, like nine, six, nothing. Mm-hmm. But you could just totally tell that was our set, man. I don't know, like they lost total energy. I don't know. Yeah, the Badgers just like took the control of the momentum. Yeah, yeah. And it was so That's cool cool-ish. when uh, when when they initially won. Uh, you know, everyone's celebrating. I was at the Village Bar. They initially won. Everyone's like going crazy, and then uh, they had that challenge from Nebraska, and they kind of took the air out of the tires a little bit. And then they won again, and obviously still celebrated. It was phenomenal. Yeah. It was crazy. The dramatics was great. So, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you can totally do it. His throws, he makes it look so damn easy. It's crazy, man. Dude, that one late in the game where he's like thread the needle between those three defenders yeah, hitting that, MVS was insane. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Like he's so that good. is that is that's amazing. That's the man. power and of ivermectin. Exactly. Yeah, hey, you're a man, brother. King, King, take your Packer bloomers off, buddy. <laughs> See you, Dougie. <laughs> but, yeah. Man, phone line's blowing up. The return of Razor. Right, I'm gonna go in order again. Welcome to the show. Who's this? Hey, Ron. Hey, Ronnie. One second, Ronnie. Uh, who's this? It's Corey. Hey, Marshall. Corey Marshall. What's up, bro? How you guys doing? I'm doing Ryan good. Can go first if you want. Let no, no. I, fr- I, I was doing an order. You actually had called in before Ron. I just, the, oh. it's, my switchboard's all messed up. Roger that. Well, welcome back, Rowdy. Strong beer game. Like hearing your voice on the radio again. I'm looking forward to your Brewers tanks because I don't know how many they're going to be. I can't wait. Well, yeah. They, they've actually done quite a bit. You look at their website, there's not even anything about the current players. It's like part of the lockout. Like, it's all classic. Uh, it's all classic, like, videos and stuff. It's very strange. I haven't yeah. looked at that. Or I haven't had it live through this since, like, when I was in high school when they locked everybody out or when they were on strike back in the 90s. Well, you better cross your fingers and your toes. Well, yeah. What I would like to understand before I get into my Packers annoyances is that with like those pictures, Rowdy, if you can look into this for me, because I can't figure it out, is if they end up locked out all season next year, does that does that count 
versus like their service time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, w- that I don't know the answer off the top of my head, but I would okay. think no, no, because they didn't play. That's why we have a research department, Corey. Yes, that's why we got to put whoever's in there, put them on it. Well, anyway, so on to the Packers. Defense, I was kind of uh, wondering when they were going to finally jump one of those out routes from Eric Stokes, but he never did. Yeah. I think he probably could have ended the game a couple different times by – they just kept going to the well, and then the tight end had, like, the game of his life because Darnell Sandwich was looking like an ant on an elephant trying to tackle the guy <laughs> half the time across the field. I was like, like – he almost won the game single-handedly by himself, but they went to the well one too many times yeah. on that two-point, and they finally figured it out, like, hey, this guy is probably going to be the one they pass the ball to. And it definitely could see that Kenny Clark was being missed because those rush lanes, they were kind of just like for sure constantly breaking lane discipline when Preston Smith just kept looking at a nice juicy target up the middle, and then he'd loop, and then the guy would just go outside of him like yeah. every time. Onto the special teams, they weren't <laughs> catastrophic. They were just bad. There was only what, like, and I was calling for that last week. I'm like, if they yep. could just be bad, it'd be better than you know what they've been lately. <laughs> they only had a couple bonehead penalties. Uh, the one almost cost them the game again because they, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were trying to get a five year. You know, they were trying to take the clock down, and then they ended up getting a delay game. I was like, you got to be kidding me right yeah. now. <laughs> they, they, like, they like to make it interesting, man. They like to make it interesting. Well, I got. I had my own personal uh, way of fixing that. I got a hoodie for my father-in-law yesterday, and it can cover my eyes. So whenever I'm on special teams or doing anything, I just put that hood over my eyes. Like first time I tried it out was on that onside kick. I'm like, I can't see. For me, Corey, it's like clockwork orange. I make sure my eyes are wide open. I can't even close them because I got to look at it. I just got like I'm a glutton for punishment. I got to watch. Then you just then you'll end up every time they're on special teams the rest of your life. You just like start. Bad, like having like a panic attack. <laughs> uh, good stuff, Corey. All right, talk See to you guys later. Have a good day. See you, buddy. Our man down the middle, Johnson Charlie, just called in. He was almost in tears. I think a because he was just loaded, and b he was at Schwegler's bowling on Friday, and as he was bowling, wasted, he said someone recognized his voice and said it's that it's that Charlie guy. From the show Over the Line. So, Charlie, you are a superhero, dude. You are literally a cult icon here on the show for better or worse. I don't know which, but uh, it is what it is. All right, Rowdy. You know what's funny? Now that I think about that for a second. What? Basically, if I saw a guy like that at a bowling alley (laughs) and I'm sitting there watching movies, he's like Steve Buscemi in uh, Big Big Lebowski, but like, Hammered drunk, hammered drunk, and long greasy hair, and like skinnier. Well, obviously they don't, Steve they don't. Look they kind of look. I mean, there's similarities. Charlie's like the. I'm trying to be polite here. Charlie's like the. I'm just gonna not say it. Yeah. Anyways, he definitely has the Steve Buscemi vibes. It's just hammered drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Rowdy. That's what I'm saying. And you'd be like, you'd be Walter there. Shut the f up, Charlie. <laughs> That's probably definitely the character I would be if I was one. And I would totally be the dude, just kind of stoned and being like, Charlie's not the issue here, man, okay? All right. MVP race. Tom Brady yesterday stunk. Kyler Murray stunk. Jonathan Taylor, the only guy that's really like making a name for himself besides one individual. His name is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, his last four games, 70.5% completion, 13 and one yards, 
1,301 yards, excuse me, 13 touchdowns, zero interceptions, and last four games, his rating, 127.7. With that, the Packers have clinched a playoff berth, 11-3 record. They're the best team in the NFL. Is the MVP right now, if it ended the day, Aaron Rodgers to win, Rowdy? Well, I mean, they've been talking over the past few weeks that basically the MVP race was Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. You had some people chattering for Jonathan Taylor, but obviously he's a running back, and a running back hasn't won it very often in the last two, three decades. Yeah, it's very few, far between. And then there was always the Kyler Murray was lurking kind of in the background, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Kyler Murray has really... Oh, and Josh Allen's dropped off too. Yeah, and he was one of the front runners early in the yeah. season, like the, the preseason. Yeah. Well, that was like your list. Those four guys was like your list the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray, obviously he's missed games with the high ankle sprain. His last two games have not been good. Stinky. Currently... He's at th- a little over 3,000 yards. They just lost to the Detroit Lions. 20 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, a QBR of 55.8. Tom Brady, obviously, he was the guy that was probably the front runner. Yeah, he broke the rules. And they just got shut out by the Saints. Now, Rodgers didn't play well against that Saints defense, but he's uh, at... Yeah, that was week one. You throw yeah. it out. He's at over 4,300 yards, 36 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. And then you look at Jonathan Taylor. Dude went nuts, went ham. Over 15 yards, 17 rushing touchdowns, averaging 5.6 yards on the ground. He has more rushing touchdowns than like every other team. And then you got Aaron Rodgers. And I know you rattled off his stats from the last four Four weeks, but we know that Aaron Rodgers has been playing like an MVP level uh, quarterback the last two or year plus. And he's at almost 3,500 yards. 30 touchdowns, four interceptions, and by the way, his QBR is 66.9. He's got the best QBR. Mm. He's got the least amount of turnovers. He's only six touchdowns behind Brady, and let's not forget that he missed a game. Yep. But here's the game he missed, Rowdy, Aaron Rodgers. There was a reason why he missed it. There's this thing called COVID-19. Aaron Rodgers, and who who awards the MVP? That would be the writers. The media. Who has got their panties all up their butt, just bunched up and just squirming because they were lied to. We were misinformed. We felt wronged. That'd be the media. Well, for sure, the media doesn't want to vote for Aaron Rodgers right now, especially, like you said, with how they felt cheated that he lied to them and and all this nonsense. He lied to us. and And you know what? That's the funniest thing because none of these sports writers are going to want to give it to Aaron Rodgers, even though right now he probably should be the front runner again. And that'd be back to back MVPs. That'd be his fourth MVP. Mm. They definitely don't want to give it to him. And you know that there is a contingent of sports writers that don't want to give it to Tom Brady either because one, they don't like him because he wins all the time. Uh, A Trump hat magically got into his locker locker a few years ago. Uh, you know, there's a contingency that doesn't want to vote well, for Tom Brady. He's either. more of a media darling now than you know Rodgers would be. Yeah, but there's still a lot of people that hate him and don't want to vote for him at all. And he's got his man in the arena, um, ten part series out right so now. So it's hilarious to me because those top two guys, in my opinion, probably the top two rated guys. 
that should be getting votes for MVP are two guys that the writers don't want to vote for. Yeah. I, if if there was ever a year that I could see Jonathan Taylor or running back sneaking in and it? winning it, could probably be this year because it's Brady and Rodgers with what the funniest thing what ever stuff has surrounded them the last few years. The funniest thing ever, and this is the media, the sports writers you that are all also butthurt should, about this. They you know, need to go look in the mirror. What? You know who else should probably get some uh, MVP love? Whomst? JJ Watt or not JJ Watt? TJ Watt? TJ Watt? No, he's balling, he, dude. dude. He's yeah, he's a monster. I, I'm not saying he should be up there with the names of Tom Brady and and uh, Aaron Rodgers and Jonathan Taylor, but uh, T.J. Watt has been playing out what, of his mind. Yeah, he's been a beast. What's funny about these sports writers too is, and Nelly, please, anyone out there listening, do not confuse Nelly or I with the journalists. No, who we are the farthest thing from it. I consider myself an entertainer. Rowdy, what do you consider yourself? Just some dude. Sports just, talk host. Just some dude with a burly beard talking sports like it, you know, telling it like it is. I consider myself an entertainer. Well, I was talking about TJ Watt real quick, yeah. how he should get consideration. He's got 17 and a half sacks, which is the best in the NFL. Damn. And he has four forced fumbles, which is tied for fourth. It's <laughs> crazy. And not to mention, he also obviously has recovered fumbles and has plenty of tackles for losses. Now, I know Monday is a tough go for some people. Uh, remember when the Packers took Kevin King and Vince Beagle instead of TJ Watt? Anyways, Rowdy. The sports media, and again, don't confuse Rowdy and I for journalists, but when Aaron Rodgers said, yeah, I've been immunized, Rowdy and I both looked at each other because we were watching the press conference. He goes, oh, he's not, he hasn't been vaccinated. I guarantee it. Right, Rowdy? Well, you can vouch for that. You were right there. I said that doesn't necessarily mean he's gotten the COVID-19 shot. And we were both sitting there waiting for the follow-up question because if you're a good journalist you and hear an answer like that, you probably should do a follow-up. In fact, I saw some journalists going on a big Twitter um, like thread to apologize to their fans and Packer fans that they didn't have a follow-up question and they failed them. I said, man, are you soft? And I said to myself, and Rowdy did too, like, there's no way he got the vaccine. Like, he didn't get the COVID-19 shot. And we're sitting there waiting for the follow-up question. And it never happened. Yeah, because we're like, yeah, it could mean two different things. Rowdy and I are both like, where's the follow-up question? So that's on them and their shortcomings. If I had a vote for uh, MVP right now, I would not, one, use my vote to vote for Aaron Rodgers and then go to Russia and find a bunch of other people to hack the MVP vote to give more votes to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think my top four right now would be uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Jonathan Taylor, TJ Watt. Yeah. I'd team up with Russia to give Rodgers more votes. Right? I'm sorry, but if anyone still has Kyler Murray up there after missing a number of games with a high ankle sprain and then his last two, I don't, he's not in the top four for me. No. All right, we'll come back. But we have seen writers with some pretty asinine votes over the years, whether it be football, baseball, or any other sport. Correct. All right, we'll uh, take a quick break. MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code THEZONE125. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. This is uh, incredible. Fourth time, definitely the charm. Wisconsin Volleyball 
dispatches the top team in the country, unbeaten Louisville for the Final Four, and then go to the championship game, their Big Ten rivals, Nebraska, which they had beaten two other times. This year. This year. Hard to beat a team three times. Especially a good team. The Dramatics. Bonnie Olsen, the voice of uh, Wisconsin Volleyball. Hi, darling. Oh, you want that? Point, Wisconsin. Also, hi. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Bonnie. He does that to me in the hallway now, Rowdy. He'll just be like, say it, say it, say it. It's like, it's like, well, Bonnie, you went viral on Twitter. You had the tweet (laughs) and I saw people commenting to you, point, Wisconsin. (laughs) It's like, it's, you know, your, your reputation precedes you, Bonnie, when it comes to that with the golden voice. Oh yeah. You were down in Columbus. We talked to you on Friday. Yes, you did. And that was after they beat Louisville. They beat Louisville. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously some unfinished business, but the championship round Saturday against Nebraska, their coach, John Cook, John Cook, used to be at Wisconsin. And you told us this story on Friday. (laughs) You told us, I want you to, can you tell us a story again that you told us on Friday just to remind people? Well, John Cook was the coach 23 years ago, my first year announcing, and he left and he said, basically... You can't win a championship at Wisconsin. He goes, he's got to leave to win a championship. So you won't, you won't win without point. me, essentially. Well, yeah. And yeah. he's uh, basically he said We're the university wasn't going to – it's never a volleyball school. So, it's not a volleyball school. On Saturday, remind yes. me again who was the coach of Nebraska, the team Wisconsin um, beat for the championship. Uh, John Cook, yes. Oh, so yeah. the same guy that same said guy. you'll never win one at Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. Just lost to Wisconsin in the finals. <laughs> exactly. For Wisconsin's first championship. <laughs> so sweet. So rich. Bond. <laughs> A lot of nerves in that game, Ugh. or in that match, matches. Yeah. The, at first, like, I mean, take us through the sights and the sounds as you're there in Columbus, Ohio, watching it all unfold. Well, it was crazy because everyone had huge expectations. Of course, everyone goes in knowing they're going to, you know, you know you're going to win. You know you're going to win. You can feel it. You can feel it. You know it. And the ladies of Wisconsin were, you could tell, after you, it's hard beating a team three times in a season. Yeah. I mean, they did it against Minnesota and you kind of think, okay, we know this team, so we get it. If you're playing an unknown, you're scouting and you're just beasting it up. You're doing great. And, yeah. And then these, you know, they came in and it was hard because Nebraska really improved and they improved through the tournament. And it was, it was tough. It was a long match. And I was sitting next to some really nice people from Ohio State. And we, we sat next to him at the championship, too. And he goes, I wanted to go five. And I'm like, are you trying to kill me? I'm like, no, we can't do this. Can't do it in five. And then it was just, you know, 25-27, 25. I mean, it was the it was scores insane. were high. It was insane. And people were texting me. They're like, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm like, no, we'll be fine. Always be positive. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. I was a little nervous for a while. but Well, Bon, um, I was. Um, I wish I could have been you know, sitting right next to you in Columbus, Ohio. I was at the Village Bar, which had just opened up on Saturday. It was his oh, first, sweet. first time back in like two years. That's awesome. So I was there. Um, my wife, bartending, Jen was bartending. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to watch. I'm going to celebrate Village being open. And I'm going to watch Badger Volleyball. Yeah. And it's the fifth set. <laughs> they win. Yes. We're... The place erupted nuts. It was crazy. Some guy yells out, drinks on me, and everyone's going crazy. And I'm like, I can go to the bathroom really quick. So I go to the bathroom. As I come back out. They're still playing. I'm like, <laughs> it was like really quiet in the bar. No one was celebrating. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Nebraska used the challenge. Yep. One. I don't, Rowdy, I mean, you. you I didn't think it looked like it touched anyone. No, but, you know, it's more of a power move. He had one left. Yeah. So he's like, no, I'm, I'm going to challenge it. Because why not? You know, yeah, just you know, because the guy that same said you'd never win a championship yeah. at Wisconsin, here he has got to use this challenge to be kind of a <clears throat> right. But Bon, they won the challenge, and I thought right. to myself, oh God. So the my friend who I was sitting next to from the NCAA, 
during the challenge, an alert comes up on her phone and says, Wisconsin three, Nebraska two. The, the so, score yeah, came across. They had won. And she goes, um, they're in a challenge. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Because everyone was like, yes, Wisconsin won. We're all good. And then it wasn't. And whew, that last point was. So the last way. point, can you take us through it again, Bonnie? Yeah. If it, you remember it of all the confetti was, everywhere. It was and... a long volley. And Nebraska was hitting hard. Badgers were blocking really well. I think they had over 25 blocks, 24 blocks in that le- in Yeah, in they the said it was a, a record. It was crazy. I mean, For... they were just flying. And so Grace hit it a couple. Grace Loberg swung a couple times and didn't get it down and didn't get it down. And Sydney, I think it was a back set to Dana on the slide, and Dana just crushed it. And all of a sudden, this look it hit the floor, and this look went over her face like, did that just happen? I mean, it was just crazy because then all of a sudden everybody partied for the second time. Yeah. And it was great. It so, was at, so when awesome. I was at the village bar, the guy was like, drinks on the bar this time. Drinks on the bar. <laughs> the guy's just kidding about the last one. So what an incredible, you know, run and moment. What was it like? You've been with well, just, yeah. just in general, it was kind of poetic justice. Not only that your five-time All-American and best player gets the game-winning point. Mm-hmm. And it's against the coach that said you'd never win a national championship. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was nice. It went from Grace, bumped it to Sydney. She said it to Dana. And Dana also won the AVCA Player of the Year. Wow. That was awarded to her at in Columbus this week. So it was great that she made the, the final point. And Crazy. It was, it was awesome. So, Bon, in your awesome. 23 years of being involved in Badger Volleyball, being mm-hmm. there, obviously this is the most special, I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah. What was it like to finally see you in this? Like you in the stands, what was it like to finally see it come to fruition and have the, you know, the confetti come down? And then I hope you got to go party with the team. After this. <laughs> it was fun. It was it was weird because it didn't seem real right off the bat. Well, the, I'm saying the holding the national championship. They're like, is this happening? Is this I happening? Know. But it someone was... in the back is like, we effing did it. Yeah, we effing did it. I loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, that's Lauren. She <laughs> likes to drop those f bombs. Um, but yeah, it was it was crazy because all of a sudden it was like, okay, is this real? Is John going to challenge again? <laughs> What's going to happen? And I was like, do they do more challenges? <laughs> really? I don't know if this can happen again. Yeah, it was it was crazy because then all of a sudden. You know, streamers started falling from the ceilings, and Nebraska just ran off the court, and we're like, "See ya!" <laughs> and the confetti started flying, and it was just—it was like, "Wow, this actually happened!" It was—you know—I went to Omaha last year, hoping they were going to win a championship. Went to Pittsburgh the year before; they were ranked one in the nation, yeah. undefeated, going yeah. into Pittsburgh. I remember talking to you about it before yeah, I went, yeah. and you know, it's like uh, you always wait for that heartbreak, but you hope for the. The elation of it, because I so I've never really watched a ton of volleyball, whether it was in high school or college. I knew there was something wrong with you. And <laughs> there's a lot. That's I remember when they played Stanford. We went oh. out to the bar with some friends to watch it, mm-hmm. and they ran into I don't remember who the girl was. Yasiana Presley. Yeah, but oh, she, she just basically so. she just basically completely dominated everyone. Yeah, yeah. and then it was kind of like. Right away, she came out just swinging, and everyone was like deflated. Yeah. And now you finally got to a game. You had, there was a lot of adversity because they lose set one and had to fight back twice the next two sets that were both very close. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. It was hard because I think they were kind of getting their legs underneath them. Because, like I said, you've played this team a couple times, you kind of know what to expect, but. You see, they got so much better, and the blocking was crazy. And it was just so hard to put the balls on the floor. They'd be hitting, and all of a sudden, you know, Nebraska has an amazing Libro. 
And she was all over the place flying around. And it was, you know, yeah. and Lauren didn't let the ball hit the floor if she couldn't let it. So. And Recky had 13 blocks, a career high in her final college match. And that's what oh, the yeah. – it yeah. They were crazy. The broadcast was saying they were talking about how Nebraska was one of the younger teams. They are. But their yeah. last two recruiting classes have been, like, the best in the country. And by the end of the season, your freshman and sophomore are playing like upperclassmen, and that's what you saw. There was a, a player on Nebraska, and her name is Lexi's son, and she's really good. She didn't hit the floor. Really? Because she got knocked out by a freshman. Wow. I mean, it's just That's crazy. they have a real they have a really good team. But, you know, the Badgers have a the player of the tournament voted on by all the coaches was Anna Smrack. Yeah. I mean, that's that's nuts. She's a freshman. Yeah. You know, so the Badgers have a lot of depth too. So it's gonna be exciting to see how it goes in the future. I mean, they're really gonna miss Grace Loberg. She's a beast. They're gonna miss Lauren, uh, the Libero, of course, Sydney and you know, you can't say enough about Dana, but the growth is going to happen. It might not be next year, but I can't we wait celebrate to celebrate now. Though, oh Aren't my they, gosh, yes. I know, Go buy all the shirts. All the shirts. They're going yeah. to be losing a lot of good players, but then um, I can't remember the name. The one that tore her knee up. She's coming back Chivita. for another year, oh, according Dan- to the broadcast. Oh, that's Danielle Hart. Yes. And she was a good player. She's great. And you'd have to imagine that, especially after a, a national championship and the success they've had the last few years, they're going to have some good recruiting classes yeah. as well. Bonnie, before I let you go, yes, how was the party <laughs> Saturday <laughs> night? The party was awesome. Yeah. They went back. to uh, The Badgers hosted a, a pregame party at one of the local bars, and uh, the host of the bar was actually from Sun Prairie. Or he's from oh, really? Prairie. Yeah. Cool. So he was having a great time, and then the team walked over to the bar, and they were dancing, and it was it was a great time. Love it. it. Bonnie, love you. Thanks for coming in. Love you, honey. Can't wait till next season. Come to some games, guys. Well, yeah, I have to hear your voice, obviously. <laughs> one more for a good measure. Just Point, Wisconsin. You're the best, Bonnie. See you later. <laughs> Let's go to the phones quick. Welcome to the show. Who's this? You got Sasquatch Mike. My man, my man, Sasquatch Mike in the house. What is up, Sasquatch? What a beautiful weekend. We could not have asked for a better playout. You guys, the Packers are now in the front seat. Best team in the NFL, Mike. Best team in the NFL uh, with the record by far. And and but but guys, I got to tell you, um, and I and I and I didn't know this. This happened. Uh, actually, what happened was um, uh, a John Harbaugh. Uh, he got COVID. Nobody knows this, okay? So Matt Nagy put a disguise on and went over there and coached the Ravens. I thought you were going to say Harbaugh had the brain fog. That's why he decided to go for two at the end. At the end of the game, Matt Nagy made the decision to go for two points. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, it was, uh, it was a little stressful. I never doubted the outcome. I mean, yeah, no, I, I'll be honest. Well, I thought the Packers were going to win. I just didn't think it would be that close. Well, I did, I did too, but I'll tell you what. When, when Baltimore scored... They were going up and down the field those last two touchdowns, and I'm like, what the hell's going on with the Packers' defense here? Okay, so yeah. so that worried me. Now, you guys, now I want you to think about this, okay? Think about this I'm for thinking, a second. Okay? Uh, I put my thinking cap on. You, you, you put Aaron Rodgers or any of these good quarterbacks over the years, and you give them even 30 seconds, okay? You can two, – two passes, you can get in field goal range, and Rodgers does it all the time, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. He, so so here's here's what, I, what you know, so no credit no discredit to the Packers but they got they got a gift there from Mr Harbaugh so what what I'm saying is if you think about it what in the world were they thinking so why would if you have because after they did the conversion they would have 40 seconds left to give the Green Bay so even if you convert now just think about this do the mathematics here even if you convert the two points you're up 
32-31, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. So you still have – Green Bay still going to have 40 seconds to march down the field, okay, with the secondary being as bashed up as as uh, as the Ravens were with all the injuries and illnesses. And Rodgers would have, I guarantee, more than likely got him in a field goal range and kicked the field goal one anyway, okay? But so even if you're up 32-31, and you're still going to have to give Green Bay the 40 seconds, even if you get the two-point conversion. So if Green Bay goes down and marches, they kick. They the Green Bay still going to win by one point. Correct. So wouldn't you rather just, if you were Baltimore, wouldn't you just kick the extra point and, and take it overtime? Kick? Yes. Right. I mean, yes. who guys was, was that not the most boneheaded decision you ever seen by well, a coach? Two things on that, Mike. Yeah. One, if you have the you know the backup quarterback, Oops. lesser quarterback, you're the lesser team. You're at home. Yeah, you probably should just kick it, go to overtime, take your chances. Also, if you're going to go for it, he should have went for two both times. Yeah. And both right. touchdowns they scored Real quick, at the end. I accidentally just hung up on someone. Whoever I hung up on, my apologies, call back in. Was it me? No, you're still talking. No. no. I'm still, okay, no, because I, I heard a click. I heard a click. Yeah, that, was, that was me accidentally hanging up well, on no, someone. Right, but I I, I, your, your analogy is correct. The point of what I'm saying is, if, if, if okay, let's put it this way. If the two-point conversion, if Jim Harbaugh at the end would have went for two points and it would have put him up by four points, I could maybe see that where you'd have to where Green Bay would only have forty seconds to to score a touchdown to win. But either way, even if you get the two points, all Green Bay's got to do is get in field goal range, kick the field goal. They either win by three, or they're going to win by one. Well, I, so I, that analogy is out the window. It's totally stupid. It made no sense. I just at mean all. I just mean in general, not even like the the analytics and math tell you twenty five percent of the time you're going to get the two point conversions right. both times. So you're obviously going to be winning. And right. you know, fifty percent of the time you're going to get it. Uh, you're going to go one and one, and then right, the other twenty five percent of the time you're going to go zero oh and two. So I mean, it just gives you a better chance. That's seventy five percent of the time you're either going right. to be tied or winning. And he didn't do that. He waited for the very last one, which is right. literally exactly. 50-50. Correct. And if there was like less time on the clock, let's say there was only five seconds. Ooh. All right, now you are four seconds of them. Then you go, well, wait a minute. If we get the two-point conversion, they can't get in field goal range in four or five seconds. Yeah. Then maybe that's the risk you take. We but just you think, see what my yeah, – yeah, I, I get you it. See my, you guys know what I'm saying. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that Green Bay had one or two timeouts left. They had one. And one? Did they have one? I think Are you so. sure? I yeah. thought they had okay, two. Okay, so, oh, so, so either way, they have at least one. I know they well, had, they had burn, at least burn, one. Burn, I yeah. thought they had two, okay, but – like, hypothetically, let's say they had they had even just one. All you got to do with with, with Devontae Adams or Valdez Scantling, they're gonna they're gonna get out there. They're, they got the speed. They're gonna get out there, and you need two long passes, and you're in field goal range. I'm telling you, I, I, and I'm not taking anything with the Packers. I'm just bummed that they uh, yeah. their they, their defense let them down at the end. But it was thank God for the boneheaded decision, and they got they came out with the win. We just thank Harbaugh for going for two, and um, the Packers defense. No, that defense. was Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy Sorry, was Matt Nagy. wearing a, a yeah. disguise. Yes, yeah, Matt so. Nagy, thank you. You're the man, we Sasquatch. We love you, buddy. See ya. See ya, Sasquatch. See ya. See you, buddy. Uh, all right. So, Rowdy, with the Packers' win, they have now clinched the NFC North. They are the first team to win the division. The North is theirs. After the game, Aaron Rodgers was caught on camera. Uh, kind of limping into the uh, the locker room. Uh, I think we all can say that broken toe is not really affecting him too much. Uh, obviously, a little bit, yeah, but he's crazy good. Rodgers, the last four games, over 1,300 yards, 13 touchdowns, zero interceptions, a quarterback rating of 127.7. 
Aaron Rodgers helped the Packers just clinch that playoff berth. 11-3 record. The NFC North is theirs. As Rodgers was walking alongside of Devontae Adams to the locker room, I wanted to play this clip, and uh, if you can hear what Aaron Rodgers is yelling as he walks to the locker room. Give me my T-shirt and my hat. Is there anything more dumb in sports than the NFC North or whatever division it is that you win? Shirt and hat combination. The players, sure, that's cool. But I mean, Rowdy, it's great for the Packers and the NFL in their... Uh, Merchandise. Do you ever have the inkling to go out to the store immediately and buy an NFC North championship hat and or shirt combo? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I've never done it once. Obviously, I had the the Super Bowl shirt. Same, because they won the Super Bowl. I I think I might have had one. NFC North. Did you buy it yourself or was it that a gift? I, no, I obviously didn't buy it. Would you go out yourself with your own hard-earned money? I was a kid. It, I pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure I had like one NFC North champion. So the 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 gear is out today. You can go to like Dick's Sporting Goods Rowdy, which is right down the road from us here in the west side of Madison. Would you go down right now or after the show? Do you have an inkling to go buy an NFC North champion shirt? No, but if, hat. but if we were in Detroit, Michigan right now, <laughs> and the Lions had wrapped up the division, <laughs> that, that would be the my one. ass would be at Dick's. I probably would have said, "Hey, actually, Ebo, I'm coming back on Tuesday. I got to get my Lions <laughs> NFC North Championship gear." I've never heard anyone once say this. I've never heard a fan once say that. I've only bought well, two. Also, you have to think of what we grew up in. You said you're 33 years old. I'm 20. I just turned 27 this fall. Yeah, we've only known Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and winning the NFC North the majority of years. Yes, and I've never once had the urge to go out and buy an NFC North champion shirt I bet or you hat. That did, you, did, did people do in that ni- in in the early 90s when Brett Favre won the NFC North for the first time probably in forever because we know that the Bears had the 80s and the um, oh, yeah. the Vikings had the 70s. I bet there would have been a lot of people that would have ran and grabbed that NFC North championship game. What? Sorry, NFC Central back then. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? I bet there would have been a lot of Packer fans that finally went and got that NFC Central champions back in the early 90s. Here's what I own for Packers swag when it comes to like winning stuff. The 96-97 Super Bowl, the hat, it's got the purple bill, it's got the jazz stuff all over it. I own that. I have a Packers Super Bowl shirt from the 2010-2011 season, and I have a Milwaukee Bucks championship, NBA championship t-shirt I bought at Dick's. John messages in, yes, I was buying those babies back in the day when it actually meant something. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. It's it's because it's become old hat. Packers have been so dominant the last 30 years that, yeah, an NFC North championship's just another one, just another thing because we're looking for Super Bowls. Now, listen, Super Bowl or bust, we've said it ourselves. Listen, I was, listen, if you want to go buy one for your hardcore Packer fan for Christmas, I mean, by all means, don't let my word stop you here. But there, to me, it screams, and I'm going to sound older than I am. To me, it screams participation trophy. When you have an NFC, do you care if they win? Obviously, it means they are in the playoffs. But do you honestly care to buy gear of them being NFC North champions? 
No, but again, if I was a Lions fan <laughs> well, yeah, and it yeah, happened, but I would I would have bought him. But thankfully, you're a Packers fan, right? I would have bought him yesterday. I laughed really hard because I mean, you could get these on discount at TJ Maxx a couple months down the road if you really, really want them to save your but money. But you'll go out and get that exact same shirt if it was a Super Bowl shirt. Yeah, I would. 100%. Yes, to- totally. I bought a Milwaukee Bucks NBA championship shirt. Not in, hey, we won the Central. I I didn't buy a Brewers. Now, I bought one from you that was the playoff one, like, hey, Brewer Fever, but it was like, we won we won the Central. Let's celebrate. Every like, time they made the playoffs. I want a World Series shirt. I want a Super Bowl championship shirt. You know I what want, I never, you know what I ne- I don't have? What? Bucks championship shirt. Never bought one. Well, mine was cool. It was like the 90s caricatures. Like the don't big, have a the hat. Heads. Actually, I think I only have like one or two Bucks shirt in general. That's fine. I mean, I was telling you to go buy them. But the thing is, if you want to, you know, buy it for someone, sure. I would say wait. You can go to TJ Maxx a couple months down the road, and they're like they're like twelve bucks. Also, I'll say this though: I don't have any Buck or Brewer NL Central champions from what 2011 or this year. That's fine. That's fine, dude. Or even 2018. Like I get it for the players. I mean, you know, you, and Aaron Rodgers talked about it after the game. Like this is special to us. You got to take a moment, but we have unfinished business. For me. It's like I, Grant Bills of the Wisco Sports Show would wear it. It's like a glorified participation trophy. Give me the Super Bowl or bust. Uh, line one, who's this? Hey, y'all. Hey, kid. Line two, who's this? This is Artie Ho. How are you? Oh, ya? my God. Artie, it's been forever. It has been. It's nice to hear Nelson back on the radio. His voice isn't as melodic as it used to be or melodic, <laughs> whatever that word is. I like melodic. It's good. <laughs> it's good to hear him. It's good to hear uh, your voice back on, too, my man. It's good to talk to you guys. Always good to listen. I don't get a chance to uh, very much anymore other than about 15 minutes in the morning. Well, I always, but, I always say this to everyone that says that it's time to quit your job and listen full-time. <laughs> Especially with the kids these days. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could. I would, <laughs> what's, yes, up, what's up, Artie Hill? So I was, I'm old enough to, like, when the Packers first won the NFC Central, was like, holy cow, I'm going to buy some gear. Well, yeah, I get it. Sense. I get it. I get yeah. it. I have that hat, same hat you do from the Super Bowl. Yeah. Wow, is that ugly? No, oh, that's <laughs> uh, that's the pinnacle of that's the pinnacle of fashion. And I think the one shirt you're never, ever, ever in your lifetime gonna buy, Brewers World Series champ. No, it's you're a Cubs fan. That just cuts deep. It's never gonna happen. That cuts deep, Artie Hill. It's never gonna. Happen. I, I mean, I I would love it. I would go buy one, but I. They're. They're Five years ago, utility. would you have said the same thing though against uh, with the Bucks, because they were pretty bad. No, because when I when I grew up with the Bucks, you know, in the seventies and eighties, Bucks were good, and they would always run into the Sixers or the Celtics or, you know, something. I mean, they were good. I thought they would win an NBA championship in my lifetime. Giannis was pretty good. I wasn't sure they were going to put guys around him, and I have a Bucks championship T-shirt. Same. So it's beautiful. I, I don't I don't see the Brewers. I want it for you guys. I will celebrate for you. Hey, with you, hey when the Brewers win the World Series, I'll buy you a shirt, Artie Ho. All right. And then at that same time, when I'm anorexic, you can buy me a sandwich. You got it. <laughs> see you, buddy. <laughs> Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Uh, line one, welcome to the show. Who's this? Hey, fellas, what's up? My man, Nick Langer in the house. What's up, Nick? Oh, good. How are we? Dude, I mean, Rowdy's back. We got the Packers, you know, clinching the NFC North. They got gear for sale for $36 if you want a T-shirt. I mean, how could I be? Man, that's 36 bucks. $36.99. You want to drop your dime on that, go for it. It says a Packers um, playoff participant T-shirt, 
you know, I'm the same way. I'm, you know, I, the only buck shirt I have is a championship shirt. Um, you know, I've got a couple twins world series shirts from when I was seven and 11 years old. Um, they don't fit anymore. Um, but because yeah, you're my, too yoke now. <laughs> well, that too. Um, my devil's advocate question for you though. Do you have any 2012 or 2011 Badger Big Ten Championship? You, you do have me there. I don't. I, I did. I, I did not. have um, back in the day an Outback Bowl against. I think it was Tennessee. I do not. I had some Rose Bowl TCU. I, I, I just I have generic Badger shirts. I get the shirts that are you know the game. I mean, I kind of do, but you know. We're we're talking about a conference or a division. I mean, heck, the Packers have won. Their- like Mike McCarthy won it eight times. Matt Lafleur has won it every year. He's been a coach. It's like okay, we get it. You guys rule the NFC North. Throw it in the pile again. We got it here. You know, I, I mean, you you could say the same thing about their NFC Championship appearance games. Um, Dude, I was at TJ Maxx, and uh, this was last year. And I kid you not, it was the Niners Packers NFC Championship game shirt. Would, I'm like, who would ever buy? Would that? you guys buy? The, they got their asses handed to them. Would you guys buy the uh, Wisconsin Badgers like five Maui Invitational Champions T-shirt? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> of Las Vegas. But, but that was my, that was my my devil's advocate question. You know, you're talking about you know, no, we don't get the T-shirts that are the conference or division champions. But did you get the Badger Conference champions? I mean, that's not something that we come across too often. Like, I get yeah. it. Like, uh, I just got a message from my guy, Carl. He says, he said, don't laugh. I was geeked to buy the Badgers 93 hat and shirt uh, then when the Packers made the playoffs, but I don't do it anymore. I get it what, back then because it was, it was rare. It never happened. It was rare like Mr. Clean with hair. Now, now it's when, the norm. When, when it's rare air, you got to get it. You know, if, if, it was, if the Wisconsin Badgers won the, won the Big Ten, I'm getting it. I'm, t- I'm, I'm sorry. If the, Bad- if the Badgers got a Big Ten football championship, I would get it. But I'm also going to the Rose Bowl, so you know I'm, I'm getting that T-shirt too. I don't dude, care. There's if they nothing win better than the dude who still rocks like the '90s Rose Bowl shirt that's all like you know like faded red. He's got the, the couple holes in it. Couple holes in it. He's got the uh, small holes. The jorts. How, the jorts. And how the, the white heck New is it shoes? fitting? I mean, uh, Ebo, I know you've jacked down what 30 pounds in the last month or two. How is that T-shirt fitting? I don't have. You know, I, I, there's nothing better than the guy that has it. And of all people, guy. you you were like what, nineteen twenty when when the Badgers won the Rose <laughs> or won the Big Ten last time. So probably, I, I was gonna. I'm, I'm doing the math. You're 33 now. They won it in 2012, so it's eight years ago. So mm-hmm. yeah, so nine years ago. So yeah, you were about 23, 24 years old. So mm-hmm. you know that, and, and and probably another 60 pounds lighter than you are right now. Yeah, I mean or, not 60, but yeah, I mean you're you're not wrong. So you know, you know the I, are I boozing on State Street. I'll I'll reserve my thirty six ninety nine for when they win the Super Bowl. I, I'm not even going to buy it when they when they win the NFC Championship. Super Finally, Bowl. just like the Packers, my buying of T shirts is Super Bowl or bust. There you go, Nick. You the man. Okay, I'll buy an Iron Man T shirt if you uh, if you win that damn thing, Langer. I got too many of those already. So. <laughs> See you, buddy. <laughs> Peace out. See you, bud. So now I got a question for you. Is it so? I had an Outback Bowl because it. I was there. I was. I have a Outback Bowl um, no, a bind like a notepad that they. Gave but they me. played Tennessee. Yeah. And I have the. I had some Rose Bowl shirts where they lost to TCU, but also I went to the game. See, I like the, the Rose Bowl shirts are cool because it's the Rose Bowl and it's the cool graphic of the Rose. Other I don't than have any, other but. than that, though, I think other than those two, I don't know if I had any others for yeah, bowl games. High fashion talk here and over the line.
listen, I get it. If it was if it was normal, like your 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 point, Rowdy. If I was the Detroit Lions and I won the NFC North, oh my God, I'd be first in line to get it. Actually, when the when the Badgers played in the Pinstripe Bowl when they got those hats, because obviously it's new era. Yeah. That would be something that I feel like would be kind of cool to get because it's a winter hat. Obviously, Wisconsin kind of goes hand in hand. And you can buy whatever you want to buy. Like, I don't care. I'm just saying for me and the Packers, when I see people like geeking out over the NFC North champion shirts, um, why? Like, if I was going out to Vegas next week, I think I'd probably get a Vegas Bulls shirt, especially if they won. Just because they've never been there before. Got to commemorate it. Yeah, you've never, uh, no one else is wearing them. You think every year the Packers won the, the NFC North, they're like, oh, great, another shirt, another shirt to throw in the pile. Working on radio, we get free shirts for everything. I have so many free dumbass shirts. Like, yeah, I can't you do know, this anymore. You get free shirts for everything, but it's still in that producer's office. You can't even give away that Badgers to NIT shirt. No. Speaking of Badgers, I'm talking about Badgers coming up. Hey, if you want to rock it, rock it, man, and wear proud. Just don't get it for me for Christmas.